0: The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State Athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN.
1: Be Cinco de Mayo!
2: That's right.
1: Our yearly shout out to, of course, the Mexican Army taking down the French back in 1862, Battle of Puebla.
2: Worked them over pretty good. Yeah,
1: man. it was. I mean, I mean,
2: it, 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 it.
1: let's just say the French did the job that day. If you know what I mean. If you're a wrestling fan, you know what that means. <laughs> uh, the Mexican Army squashed them. Uh huh. I mean, it was an absolute
2: squash match, mm-hmm. and that's why we drink tequila. That's right, and good. I mean, and thank God, the French army did a they jobbed for the Mexican army. Otherwise, drinking like limoncello or some some messed up, gross. Thank God Cinco de Mayo. Thank you.
1: I don't know if we would have alcohol today.
2: No. Oh come on. No, that was the birth of alcohol. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: and tacos.
2: And, and taquitos. I, I think the Germans would like a word. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that every civilization ever. <laughs> the first thing every civilization did on Earth was go, how do we get drunk? Let's yep. do let's set right. some stuff off to the side and let it do its weird stuff. The Mexican
1: this army invented the brewery.
2: You know, this just, sucks. Yeah. We need something to soften it. I'm tired of getting scared of saber-tooth tigers. How do I get drunk? <laughs> um I also we need to clear the air. <laughs> Troy, you are not the voice of the guy that says now, heading into the game with Troy Co- That's no, not you. That is not me. What? I had... So I had an argument... Oh, God. ...with a friend of mine who said, yeah, it is him. I said, no, it's not. And he like, yeah, it is him. I go, no, it's not. Yeah, it is him. And I said, I work there. Well, I need specifics. What like, what game are we talking about? The VoiceOver the vo- Guy. The, voice- the VoiceOver for K-Man. VoiceOver Guy. Oh, if I gotcha. Had, if gotcha. I had VoiceOver
0: Guy's... Roster of clients,
2: yeah. Oh, wow.
0: I wouldn't be sitting in this room right ah, now. Ah. Nothing against the two of you. You
2: really wouldn't
0: sit in here with us? I'd be probably on an ISDN line with someone right now, cutting That's liners you, for some yeah. radio station out in
2: Alaska. Yeah, and they'd be like, Hey, um, Troy, oh, we have uh, a couple guys from the game on line one, and you know, go, <laughs> Leave that. Hey, yeah, who? Press charges on them. <laughs> you'd, be t- uh, <laughs> you'd be talking about NASDAQ all day. <laughs> hey, um,
1: to get started here, I saw on Twitter, Snyder's Windbreaker is looking for puppy name ideas Uh-oh. that are related to K-State. He wants, like, outside the typical Snyder, Bosco,
0: oh, 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 and okay. Willie. I was afraid he was looking for a puppy that was missing. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just <laughs> looking we, for puppy. We had, we had evolved to missing dog
2: reports on yes. air. Okay, Bishop, I always thought would be a rad name for a dog. How about if it's a girl, Aoka? Aoka's... Is that too much? No, it's awesome. I've been... Tang? Tang is great. Tang's not too bad. Joe Bob, if it's a little boy dog, is great. Likes Keystone? Yeah. (laughs) But now he's at Oklahoma State. Yeah, we can still have He was a legend. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seminole. um, I like Seminole. I
1: I was told, like, I don't know how legitimate this is, But when you name an animal, it should be no more than two syllables. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's because they remember their name easier. Right, right. I don't know. Maybe maybe you might be underestimating
2: the dog's brain a little bit. Absolutely. Dogs are pretty smart. And then you could just, just, like, if you name the dog Montezuma, it's Monty. You know? Come here, Monty! And he know. The dog knows when you're yelling at them or praising them just by your facial expressions.
1: You know? They know. Is it appropriate to name your dog after a bar?
2: Kites, mojos. Is it appropriate to name a bar after your dog? Absolutely. I, I think, yeah, yeah, that's kind of a given, yeah. isn't it? Well, there was Tanks Tavern there for a while. Shout out to Brett yeah, down in Aggieville. Um, there was a it was a, like a thousand different things, but it was a Tanks Tavern there for a while, and the dog would come into the bar and like sit on the <laughs> bar, and everybody's like, "This isn't." Legal, I don't think, but that's yeah, fine. You could do
1: O'Malley's, but just chop off the O and the Males. S at the end, just go Mally. Mally. Is that
2: a good name? That's a great name. No, you
0: could uh, O'Malley isn't a bad idea either, just in general. You could go O'Malley very yeah. easily.
2: What about So Long? What if the dog's name was So Long?
1: Or what if the dog's Lucha? name...
2: Lucha? Yeah, Lucha. Lucho. For a boy? For a boy. Lucho.
1: Well, Lucha's just kind of a... I think that's a general neutral
2: name because yeah, it's luchador. It's t- yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So luchador would be a great man. What about if you okay, now we're getting crazy. What if you named it for a like a luchador name for the dog? You know, like um what's the guy he wore the skeleton outfit? La Leparka. La Parca. Oh my god. What if he went La Parca? That'd be an awesome dog name. Oh my god. Mysterio. <laughs> Ray. Raising a good dog name. I man. could throw
1: out a bunch of names and it's, it's going to be a waste of time. <laughs> I think we've kind of gotten off yeah. of the. the Snyder's Snyder. Windbreaker, sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah. we got, kind of got away from what Snyder's oh. Windbreaker was looking yeah, for, for like, names. Thanks, guys.
1: I'll, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Welcome to the game, Mitch Fortner. I, I did see one name here Yaman. Like Ooh, Yaman figures. Yaman figures. That yeah. would be, wow. uh, yep. that, that, I thought that was a pretty good name. recommendation. Uh, we got Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G., Sage. Sage Williams is here today. Uh, We are not going to be playing Do They Know It. Apparently, Big Steve has another concert tonight. I don't know who it is. I would imagine somebody country at the hat, but uh, it's a bit busy, so we're going to do that tomorrow. However, we are going to play a game in the next segment, and also coming up in hour number two, Antoine Davis putting a teaser out there that is freaking K-State fans (laughs) out. Yeah. Troy is going to tell us how bad the Royals are but That's first but first, I wanted to tell you about the latest signing. We did talk about what Derek Young from K-State Online yesterday but we do have, I suppose, a little bit more when it comes to the specifics how about the story of the guy because k Athletics put out the story about Naquan Tomlin signing with the Cats today. He's officially the third Wildcat from Harlem, New York, on the roster. And by the way, when I mean specifics, we now know how tall he is. (laughs) It was 6'8 or 6'10. He's 6'8. Wow. 6'8, 195 pounds. I didn't know you could do this, but apparently he played three years of juco basketball. Troy?
0: You're talking about the COVID year thrown in. So just like the NCAA didn't uh, subtract a year. From your eligibility, in fact, just stopped the clock on you. Okay, uh, JUCOs did the same thing. Okay, I
1: didn't know JUCO did the same
0: thing. Yeah, they put the pause on same way as the NCAA
1: did. But during his time, man, he. I mean, we're talking a winning percentage of eighty three percent during his time. And I've mentioned before in the show what I really liked about him when I watched him on film, as he becomes uh, the fourth cat to sign. During the Jerome Tang era, very good at weaving through traffic. That was really impressive to watch him kind of bounce around through traffic, dribble around and get to the hoop. Very athletic there. Now, when it comes to the Ford's K-State sign, he's a little bit slimmer. He's a little bit slimmer, maybe a tad bit more athletic. He's really good at reading defense. He's got a basketball mind for sure. Um, and um, you know he, he takes it a little bit personal when he misses a dunk and he and you don't get the rebound he'll take the rebound from you and then go dunk it again and make it that time. <laughs> but this past year, he, I mean, they made his team made it to the semifinals of the NJCAA national championships in Hutchinson. He's played in Kansas before, unfortunately lost by two points. But that year, averaging fourteen points a game, shooting the ball at fifty two and a half percent and he was 64% from inside the three-point line. Six rebounds, assists and a half per ball game, a steal, a block a game as well, and that was 30 contests, and he started 23 of them with four double-doubles this past season. I got to say, so what stands out to me is I really like his scoring numbers, of course. I mean, he shoots the ball well. He'll score from all three levels. He'll get you in the paint. He's not afraid for the mid-range pull-up. Or he is waiting and he's ready for that swing pass to knock down a wing three-pointer. He is not scared at all of that. However, when it comes to who has been added to the roster, excuse that accent, excuse me <laughs> for who's just a moment. R- who's
2: been added to the roster? Raster. I want to know who's on that roster right Playing now. Playing basketball. Coach Tang, who's on the roster? I want to know right now. Where's Go that? Ahead.
1: Where's that accent from? Middle
0: Tennessee. Uh, I was going to say it definitely has nothing to do with Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh,
1: I, now I forgot where I was. Uh,
0: Except for after drinking on Cinco de Mayo. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. What do you like about him? You said okay, there are things so like. Okay, so
1: again, about him. I'll go back to his numbers and I'll kind of combine the numbers with the film and what I saw. With everybody who has been added and who's already on the roster, with talk about, of course, Ish and Marquise this might be the best rebounder K-State has right now. And I, I'll, I'll go back to how athletic we was. We, of course, remember Mark Smith,
2: mm-hmm.
1: all Big 12 player. Yep. Yes. Shortest player in the <laughs> right? history of the Big 12 to lead the conference in rebounding. Crazy. I mean, he would tear it up in the boards. He would go after all of them. That was exactly what K-State needed after uh, Dejuan Gordon transferred because he was a very strong rebounder when it came to the guards going after loose balls. That was Mark Smith. He would go after every single rebound and that's what I really appreciated about him is he would really go after everything. He wanted every single rebound. To me, Tomlin feels like that kind of guy. Like he wants the rebounds of course, but he's also if he's not in a great position, he's going to get back in transition. So that goes back to his basketball mind. But he had a really solid rebounding year last year. That I would love to see transition over. I think he's going to be and this is just going from what I see as his potential, a great scorer, good to great. But his rebounding is what's going to really help out. Also, I'll add this as well. It it truly feels like the Drumtang and company, they've put together a nice little front court. Yeah, they have. They have put together a nice little front court so far. Again, I mean, he's not the only six eight guy when it comes to the forwards. You have Taj Manning, who's the three-star coming out of high school from Grandview, Missouri, who's going to be added to that. 6'8", 215, so he's a little bit bulkier than uh, Tomlin is. But also, you you can't forget your 6'10", 216-pound center and Jarrell Colbert, who's going to be transferring in from LSU. He is another guy who has a ton of potential, but he, he doesn't have the experience like Tomlin has. Tomlin has multiple years of JUCO experience. Now he's worked his way up to the Power Five, But also, it's a different story for Colbert. Colbert, already power five, just one year, but he barely played. Hardly played at all, but does have a ton of uh, potential when it comes to, hey, he was a four-star out of high school. How could you not be at least somewhat optimistic about his potential for sure? Yeah. Now, what K-State does need to add, because you feel pretty good along with Ish at the four position, maybe stretch it out to the three with Tomlin, who could probably stretch out and play that – that that three spot for sure, depending on the uh, lineup. But uh, to add to this as well, you know, K State does need another center. Definitely needs another center, and you're hoping you got your fingers crossed that Sean Phillips is going to be Baby Shaq. Yes. Everybody knows him as Baby Shaq, right? Yeah, that's, that's how, if it comes to K State, he's Baby Shaq day in and day out, <laughs> all day every day. He <laughs> is Baby Shaq. Sean Tomlin, that's just what is on his driver's license. Yes. Might as well just put Baby Shaq on the back of his on the back of his jersey. But uh, of course as well, K-State with waiting on uh, Antoine Davis, definitely still needing some guards as well. But you're feeling pretty good. At least
2: I am feeling pretty good about where K-State sits at the four. Dude, you see if when you watch the video on him, on Naquan Tomlin, you said it perfect. Mark Smith. Mark Smith had a tendency to make some opponents uncomfortable because he played so intense. He was so intense and this kid reminds me of that. On a lot of these films, these, nobody wants anything to do with him because he's being so active and so aggressive, and it's that's what you need.
0: One of the aspects of about the fact that Mark Smith was able to do that was he also made them uncomfortable because of his size. Guys that are six eight, six nine, trying to keep up with a six four guy playing the same position can find themselves reaching a little more, can find themselves out of position a little bit more. That worked. In this case, I'm intrigued by his quickness. You mentioned his driving ability earlier, Mitch, and uh, that's if if he's able to get a step on a guy in the Big 12 and get to the rim, that's a good sign, and and I'm intrigued to see what his quickness is like when he gets into camp.
2: Fast. Fast.
1: Now, Antoine Davis is on the agenda for later on. That's coming up at 510 because I feel like he's messing with us a little bit. One tweet One word I feel like I'm being messed with. I think he's messing with Detective Mitch in a way. Oh, no. But coming up next, did you guys know that Kentucky Derby is this weekend? Yes. Uh, Annual game we play here on the show. We're going to do that next. All right, before we get to our Kentucky Derby game, which we're going to have three contestants. Sage, if you're in, you can play as well. But before we get to that, we do, we do need to have a discussion, and we talked about it a
2: little bit off air. DG, do you want to get into it? Sure. Uh, my beautiful little baby daughter, Sophia, she turns one year old on the seventeenth of May, and we were talking about having a birthday party for her. Of course, we're going to have some stuff going on, a little, you know, some cake, cupcakes, and ice cream, and other babies in the house. Uh, but I told a story about a, a, a mutual. Friend slash relative of the show, who uh, his firstborn on her first birthday he got he got a keg, and so K E G by K-E-G, the way K E G keg, keg. Uh, back when they weren't two hundred and sixty seven dollars and we just uh yeah the baby we gave her her presents she opened them she had cake and ice cream and everybody was like yay yay and she smiled and then she went to sleep. And then the big kids got started. And we just hammered a bunch of beers, and it it was awesome. It was amazing. And
0: and, and this is not a normal Saturday around the G household how? No.
2: No. (laughs) it used to be it, that used to be now it's more like let's wake up super early cuz the baby's up now so anybody want biscuits and gravy dad's up so it, it brought up the question is it appropriate
1: to drink at a 1-year-old's birthday party
2: as oh. long as yeah as long as you're not drinking and like trying to like hold the kid as long as you let the baby have its baby stuff and then it goes to sleep then you can rip it see
1: my thought is it's not like this one-year-old's going to have a bunch of friends over. No. You know, not going to have a sleepover afterwards. Not going to stay up late and tell stories. His baby's going to bed in a few hours after tearing up a cake. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it's mostly, it's a, it's a family gathering. Absolutely. And with some friends over as well. So I think absolutely it is. Yeah. I the, mean, would I buy a keg? I don't know. Keg probably was, not.
2: I think it would great. Probably BYOB. It was a great, great touch. Um, I think it's when you have a baby baby birthday party, you have other adults over, like you said, and there's going to be a few people in that group of adults who are like, ah, cake, okay, whatever. I like hanging out with the baby. There's so many baby people that there's going to be someone who's like, I'll watch the kid. Go do your thing. I mean, it happens all the time, and that's what happened that night too.
0: <laughs> I. It's not all that unusual. I'm... Uh, maybe
2: not a keg, but. <laughs> the keg was awesome. <laughs> he put it in the trash can and she said, what is that? And he was like, huh? You know, the old, huh? What? 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 And Point she was down. like, what is that? What? Is that a keg? And he was like, yeah. D- I thought I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you? I didn't tell you. T- I thought it, I babe. told you, babe.
1: Yeah. All right, you ready to play our Kentucky Derby game? Yeah. So we play this every year here on the show. Kentucky Derby Saturday at 1.30. USA Network is where you can find that. Uh, So what we do is, of course, with the Kentucky Derby, there's 20 horses, and some of them have some pretty weird names. Oh, boy. So the game is, I'm going to give you a list of names, and every one you're supposed to tell me if it's a real name or a fake name for this year's Kentucky Derby. And we'll see who wins at the end. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Your first name. Two of Hearts. Two of Hearts. Troy, is that real or fake? That's a real. Real name. DG? Uh, two of Hearts is real. Yeah. Real Sage?
0: I agree.
2: I think it's real.
1: That's a fake name. Oh! Seriously. That is a fake name. I made it up.
2: You That's a good one. That's a good horse's name. Horses.
1: So no uh, no right. points for anybody. Next name, Jambalaya. Fake. DG has fake. I'm going to go with real. Real?
0: I'm going with real.
1: That's fake too. Yeah, baby. DG is up. On the board. DG still. One nothing nothing. Next name is Happy Jack.
2: <laughs> Happy Jack. I'm going real. Happy Jack's real. Real.
1: You know if I keep saying it, it'll be real eventually. Right? So <laughs> it's real. Everybody gets a point. Yeah. Happy Jack is real. Thirty to one odds mm-hmm. for Happy Jack. Nice. Next name. Elbaston Del Rey. Elbaston Del Rey. I'm
0: going to say fake. Fake. I'll go real again. I don't know. I just... A
1: point for DG yes. no. yeah. and Troy. Yeah. <laughs> it is fake. It's a, I, it's a name of a tequila I have on my desk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, Wait a minute. Yeah, there's
2: a minute. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with naming animals after like N- No, No, it's saying.
0: the fact that it's the tequila on his desk in the op Management just literally hit the brakes. Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, I got that for t- some radio
2: business. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. If it came through radio biz. It's yes, okay. but it's
0: still seated on his desk. That's the.
1: It is the Cinco de Mayo show. All right. DG's <laughs> up three. Troy two. Sage one. Next name. Summer is tomorrow.
2: Real. That's a real name.
1: I'm going fake. Fake.
0: Real. Real. <gasps> the yeah. one time I real name.
2: Fake.
0: Yep.
1: Four for Dave. Next name. I'm going to be so disowned. <laughs> Charge it charge it that's a real one
0: i'll say real as well no i'm going fake
1: that's real yeah that is a real one sage i know i'm just i'm not getting any of 20 these 20 to Come 1 on. odds whoa all right next top speed fake
2: i'll go fake as well
1: fake it is fake everybody gets a point
2: whoa
1: man DG is on a roll here. Our next name is Crown Pride. Oh, that's a real one. Either real or I made it up. I'm going to go fake.
0: I'm going fake as well.
1: It's real. Whoa. It is real. Crown Pride is 20 to 1. That's Mm. a point for Troy. Never underestimate the ego of a horse owner. A
2: horse owner. I I was just going to say. We (laughs) have got to work in
1: the name of. (laughs) DG was 6, Troy with 5, Sage with 2. I'm kind of unlimited here, so we're just going to keep going. Uh, Loverboy,
2: fake, <laughs> fake.
0: No, that's real. That's got to be real.
1: It's fake.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's a great band, Loverboy.
1: Got a couple of hits.
2: Yeah.
1: Next one, Summer Breeze.
2: Summer Breeze, take me dancing.
0: Um, fake. Dave G's yacht rock boy. That's just not gonna <laughs> work, is it? Uh, that's a fake real. It's fake. Yeah, yeah. Sage, I'm, what are I you know. doing? I, it's 50-50, too. It I'm is. just not right? doing well. Yeah, exactly. I mean... Pull it, up that flip thing that Steve-O does. I, I'm, just, I'm just waiting for him to give us one that ends in a Z. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's real.
2: Love a boy All right, a
1: we got a, we got a handful more here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dave has eight. Troy, seven. Sage, two. Whoa. All right, next one. Smile Happy.
2: Real. Real.
0: Yeah, I'll go real.
1: 20 to 1 odds. Wow. You guys are doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Here
2: we go. Cumberbatch. (laughs) Fake. (laughs) I'm going to go real. I'm going to say real.
1: I'm going real as well. That's definitely a name.
2: That was fake. No, really? Was, uh,
1: no one's naming Benj- their horse Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, that's Benedict crazy.
2: Cumberbatch is my favorite actor. Should be just a horse's name. All right, couple more here. We
1: got tie ball game. Troy that's and this
2: Dave weekend, isn't it too? Yeah. By the way, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. movie. Oh, Troy yeah. and Dave
1: both have nine. Sage with three. Couple more here. Tis the bomb. Tis the bomb. That's real. Real.
0: I'll go with them. Real.
1: It is real. Thirty wow. to one odds. Wow. All right. We have one left, and uh, Troy and Dave both have 10. You guys are doing pretty well. Nice. Our last one Cyber Knife. Fake. Fake.
0: I want that to be real, (laughs) so I'm going to say
2: real.
1: That is a real horse name in this year's Kentucky Derby. So Sage does finish with five, but Troy and Dave will tie with ten. Wow. That was my last one. I
2: think that Sage should win because of Cyberknife. That's amazing. All right, Sage
0: officially goes down as a winner. That sounds like an ad for for a sports therapy place. You'll undergo Cyberknife treatment and
2: (laughs) Or like a fly-by-night infomercial. Hey, it's the (laughs) Cyberknife. Cut out! Cut it out! Right, guys? Uh,
1: oh. <laughs> is Saved by the Bell? Oh, wait. Cut it out. Was, what? Dave Coulier. Thank you. Uh-huh. Full House. That's right. Yeah. Cut it out. When we come back, guys, on the game, Troy's going to tell us it's his weekly time to tell us how bad the Royals are. <laughs> that's next. Man, I feel like it's a Friday night. In 2008, Clay Center, Kansas. I'm getting off the school bus at De DeUnruh Stadium because the buses will take us over to the stadium. Getting ready to whoop up on Wamigo. This was the song that always played. Rocky Downing would play it from the press box.
2: You think of Clay Center football before K-State football when you hear this song? Yes. Oh. I do. Um, no. I think of Asia
1: when I think of K-State football.
2: It's a valid point. It's a valid point. I, mean, I can't hardly argue. Um, hey, I have some more Kentucky Derby uh, fake or real. Uh, Secretariat. <laughs> Barbaro. <laughs> Biscuits and gravy. Boys with a Z. Yeah, boys with a Z. Nice. hmm <laughs> <Good ball. laughs>
1: Did you know TV commercial... Hmm. was an actual name no. for a horse in the Kentucky Derby. Wow. Let's go to commercial. <laughs> that So terrible. it was like Wood Sandals. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm butchering that, but something like Wood Sandals was a real name.
0: My, my personal favorite still is Hoof Hearted. Oh, wow. You put that into the call of a race and it becomes...
1: <laughs> no, I think it sounds like Half Hearted. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hoof-hearted. <laughs> yes.
2: Now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's really cool. They, they should make more names like that. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, there are some that will go joke like that.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Troy, uh, it's I not suppose since matter. it's an off day, yeah, uh-huh. you can tell us... What's been going on with the Royals now that they're 8-15? and 15? Why are they bad still? Is it because of the offense? It's both.
0: Offense and pitching. Uh, if you are currently sitting in 26th place in both hitting and pitching, you know you're 8-15. and 15. Oh, God. Four point, like- 4.57 ERA right now. And Ooh. that is, by the way, with two starters with ERAs under 2.5.
1: See, I know they lost yesterday ten nothing. But typically they're only losing like three nothing or one nothing or two nothing or four to three. Like so, like usually when they get shut out, which they have multiple times already this year, you know, they're only giving up three runs or so. It seems like I mean
0: two eighteen batting average. So as a team, that's why the nothings. But in terms of what they're giving up. Uh, This season, let's see here, runs, 99 runs in 15 games, in 23 games. So right on the cusp of 100 runs, no one else, I take that back. Basically, everybody down the line has given up more. Uh, Hang on. Oh, that's why. Highlight got jacked up. 104 runs given up by the Royals through 23 games. The worst are the Nationals, who have given up 232, and the Cincinnati Reds, who can't find the backside of their. Oh, anyway, yeah, they're, uh, they're they're four. three and twenty-one, right? And have already suffered through multiple losing streaks of seven games or more. Um, but that's but that's who the Royals are in the neighborhood of when you start talking the pitching numbers.
2: When you talk pitching numbers, too, is it just like lack of putouts and like hits given up and like. Where Like, I, I, I'm I with Mitch, like, because I'm so not a stats guy, I don't understand how they're ranked 26th. When it seems like it is a lot of two-to-nothing games, and that seems to be, like, the story of the season. We just can't put, or they can't put anybody over the plate, man, or across the
1: plate. Well, I mean, Salvador Perez That's... has been one of the worst at the plate so far this year.
0: You're absolutely right, Uh, and let's be perfectly honest. There is your number one issue. Is not only do you have your uh, number one guy, but your number two guy, Whit Merrifield, who was hot during spring training, but has completely lost it uh, thus far to start the season. Uh, And so the batting average right now at 218 is fourth worst in the majors, and. Uh, yeah, they're they're not getting things to go to where they even get guys on base to be able to try and move them over with opportunities. And when they've tried to move them over, they've had problems doing that. Nicky Lopez comes to mind, double play as he lays down a bunt. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, uh, so right now, yeah, this, this is a bad ball club. Saw the odds earlier today, uh, I believe it was Bovada, that had the updated odds for making the playoffs, oh. no, for making the World Series, winning the World Series, and the Diamondbacks were the only team with higher odds than what the Royals had.
2: And they just got done selling off everybody, right? Pretty much, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just like the whole roster. Well,
0: they've got the worst batting average <sighs> in Major League Baseball right now at a buck 91. Oh, my God. You
2: know, and it's like this team, like, I've watched some horrible Horrible baseball. Does Chris Getz, you know, like guys like that? Ryan Sheely. guys like that, go out like run out there, and it's one thing to be like, all right, these bums, but now I can't even watch them. Like I, I don't have AT and T, so I, I'm not gonna.
1: Well, I saw a uh, Bally Sports is going to release. They're going to start their own app next month, yes. and you can watch the Royals for twenty bucks a month. I mean, still, to me, I feel like that's a little high. It is high. No, and and that was my comment
0: on Twitter yesterday when I saw that announcement, too, was, too, was that's steep. Yeah.
1: Because the MLB app or whatever it's called that you can purchase for, Your, you, can, you can either do the whole Major League Baseball season or whatever for a fee, or you could just do the Royals for, I don't know what they're charging, but it's a little bit cheaper. You can't do the But the, the, Roy- the blackout. Yeah. yeah, you
0: can't do the Royals individually, I mean, because you are blacked out here. Uh, And and that's the flaw with the MLB TV app. So you have to then stack it with potentially the Bally app. No, I I started looking at that yesterday, too, because I've been a cable cutter for a while. Went back to cable when we moved here because of the Internet set set up at the apartment. And I was just like, okay, uh, I know I can't get the Royals any other way other than going ahead and doing cable um because i was paying attention to what was going on with bally and all of the streaming side folks um you know you can't get them on hulu you no. can't get them on youtube tv no. uh you can't get them on dish network anymore so that's out of the you know so yeah. you're 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 basically left cable or direct tv stream
2: right uh, okay, and so and i had that wrong if you can get them if you do like cox cable Yes. You get the Royals. Yeah, we got Yep, okay. Fox in here. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Because, yeah, that was my whole thing is like it, that just became unsustainable. You know, it was like the price for that was so bad. But $20 for the app just for the Royals? Like, hey, Bally's, don't try to sell me filet mignon and you got a chili dog there. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. they stink.
0: Now, now let's add that into something along the lines of YouTube TV. What are you paying a month for YouTube TV? So Mitch?
1: I I can actually split it. I split it right now with my parents and my sister, so we all have the same account because you can split it sure. amongst mm-hmm. family members. Yeah, report, mother-in-law report, does that report. with Hulu. So mm-hmm. but we also have HBO, we have Showtime, we also have like um NFL um red zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it all that. comes out to about 33 bucks for me and then 33 for my parents, 33 for my sister. Okay, so so, so, you're, so you're 100 bucks. Yeah, but we have a whole bunch of stuff added to okay, it. Okay.
0: So let's let's go with this their normal price which is about 70 if I remember correctly. Uh the last 65. Time, yeah, 65. Okay. So 65 and then you tack on 20 for Bally. So then you're 85. Then you tack on say ESPN plus mm-hmm. and you're looking at another 6 right there. And you see where this is going just very killed. quickly. Well, very quickly, you're right there in the in the wheelhouse for what we're paying for Cox as I know, well.
1: I know it's unreal. Well, and it's remember, ba- that this is Valley Sports is owned by Sinclair. Yes, and Sinclair is a nightmare.
0: Sinclair is an absolute nightmare. And this is what was expected when Sinclair took over. And this is this is also why the bulk of regional sports networks are no longer on Dish Network, are on Dish TV. Uh, and why you won't see them ever on sling because Sinclair and dish do not get along. Every time that Sinclair has carriage fee controversies, it tends to be with dish and it's for the TV stations that are part of the Sinclair group. We don't have a Sinclair, uh, owned station anywhere within this market. Um, and Colorado Springs was the closest I know out there. Uh, Sinclair at a time did own one in Denver, but they sold that off actually in the midst of everything, uh, sold that off to Fox, so it's an O and O at this point. But, you know, they, they're... I take that back. Sinclair does own 62, don't they? Now that I think about it. Uh, but, you know, and have for years. That's a That's a heritage one, but in terms of what they accomplish with those. No, I mean, they are, they are run very low cost as much as possible. And they also tend to just be sticklers for everything that they can get out of the pockets of whomever, whether it's dish, which then gets passed along to you, the cable systems, which gets passed along to you. And yeah, uh, when, when they took over the Fox sports regionals, uh, really everybody in the business was shocked that it even came to that but that was the only only real bid that fox got for them that's the scary thought that tells you where the regional market is right now in terms of the rsns denver has two rsns as an example and one of them carries the rockies and that's their primary programming that also happens to be owned by at&t So DirecTV's got that. No no problems, you know, folks are okay there. Altitude is Stan Kroenke-owned. It's the Nuggets and Avalanche ownership. Comcast doesn't carry it. They're going on a third year, potentially next year, without being on Comcast, which is the largest cable system in the state of Colorado. Three years of not being able to watch your local teams because they're fighting over fees.
1: See, my thing is like, twenty bucks does seem cheap, but it's also like, if I'm a Royals fan, I, I I don't need to be a cheapo and be arguing about twenty bucks a month. Like, if you only have it for the season, I mean, you're talking about one hundred twenty bucks for the year to watch the Royals right. struggle. But as well, but you think about it, this as well. It, you know, the Royals fan base is considered large, but also a smaller market at the same time. But it also spreads across, you know, into Missouri, into Iowa. Uh, Nebraska, Kansas, Arkansas, but the thing is, like, if it was cheaper, I think a lot more people would be willing to purchase it right. just to watch the struggling Royals. I mean, right?
2: I, every day, if it was nine ninety nine, there wouldn't be a question. People I wouldn't are even... looking
0: for ways to watch the Royals. Yeah. They don't care what the outcomes are; they want to watch the games.
2: Right? And I'm sick and tired of paying. Like. Get, I don't have no more money for you, man. Like, just put them on the thing for $9.99, I'll buy the app, no problem. But $20, when you put it at $19.99, it just changes things for me in it my is. mind. It's just like, no. But is I'm going to do it because I'm a sucker and I'm an idiot. In other
0: words, they're pricing it almost as high as what the MLB TV package per month is. Almost to match what Mo. MLB... That's nuts. Then you get into Then you get into the state of Iowa...
2: You know how many teams are blacked out on the MLB for, At, oh my, for, for Iowa? Iowa? That would be all of them, right? Five. So both Chicago's, Correct. Kansas City, St. Louis, Milwaukee.
0: <laughs> so in you, Iowa, so you black
2: out five
0: in Iowa, which means that you black out ten. You're blacking out five games a night.
1: Oh my! It's so where the field of dreams is. Uh, how no could you black doubt. out baseball there? Should be free.
0: Vegas is a is another one because you've got Arizona, the Rockies. And uh, Oakland, San Francisco, L.A., and San Diego—Jesus, oh all blacked out in Las Vegas. You are
1: doing yourselves no favors. No, by doing that. No,
0: well, especially by blacking out Oakland if you're in Las Vegas, because you know that team's going to be in Las Vegas soon enough anyway.
2: It's—it's <laughs> it's like you didn't—you haven't taken, like, you haven't taken the hint from the NFL that if you do it together, you make a bunch of money. Hand over fist if you do this thing together. But these guys never, they haven't got that, I guess. Whatever.
1: Interesting, interesting discussion. Yes. I feel like I learned a little something. Everybody's greedy.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Everybody's greedy. This is why radio exists, by the way. That's right. We're
1: we're here for the games. By the way, K-State Baseball this weekend. Hey! Six o'clock, four o'clock, one o'clock. Friday, Saturday, Sunday against the Kansas Jayhawks at Toyton Family Stadium. Come on out, watch the baseball or listen right here on KMTW. We'll Matt Walters on the call. When we come back, I feel like Antoine Davis is messing with us a little bit. That's next.